Hey guys, it's the Marriage and Real Estate Podcast with Kevin and Aisha, and we have a few special guests, special, special <laughs> guests in the building. It's the birds. Hey. Hello. Um, so Kevin and I have known the birds for six years, seven years, eight years. Eight yeah. years. It'll be eight years this year. Eight oh. years, almost a decade. That's a long time. And I heart them. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> um and they married and do real estate and stuff. So, mm-hmm. like us. Uh, so we thought we'd get a little bit of their story, their marriage and real estate story. So welcome. Thank, Thank you. you. Awesome. We're happy to be here. Really nice. Thank. Oh, you want me? You yeah, want to kick something. to me? I was, okay. I was just waiting on you. I mean, I can. <laughs> no, no, no. So welcome. Since she took <laughs> all the beginning, Did and uh, if you want to tell the audience a little bit more about yourself, introduce yourselves formally. And then uh, your backgrounds and then how we met and we can kind of just chop it up from there. Okay, I'll go first. Hi, my name is Chelsea Arnold Burr and we I'm married to Brian Burr. But I guess that's an intro that I shouldn't do yet. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I'm in real estate. I currently have the title of a private lender and a loan servicer and a private money underwriter as my current title, but I've, I've worn many hats in this industry and those are my main ones at the current moment. So kick it to you. Yeah. <laughs> so we kind of got into this kind of by accident because we met each other at Toastmasters. We did. And we all had jobs from another, you know, another industry. We did. And, uh, now look at us. And so you guys are crushing it. We're excited that we were able to like make the leap too. We quit our job on the same day, but we're, yeah, we're we do private lending uh, predominantly. We've um, over the past year started investing into uh, apartments, uh, a few different oil and gas, um, I guess, uh, royalty type, you know, things. Um, oh, that's exciting. I don't know what I'm doing. Uh, <laughs> we just decided let's, let's just try it. But uh, overall, it's been really good because, um, uh, yeah, through Chelsea Help Services loans, underwrite them. That's something I don't like to do. I'm not a paper guy. I like just meet, meeting people and networking. And uh, it's been a good working relationship between the both of us. And, so, yeah, I mean, that's pretty much that in a nutshell. Yeah. So one of the things that I love about marriage and real estate is that people generally think that real estate is like flipping, yep. particularly when you first start off. Right. And I think we've all had our fair share <laughs> of starting off flipping and we like it. Um, and so we decided to do other things that were also easier money um, and probably more lucrative. Um, Not that people aren't very successful at flipping and it's a great start. And in my opinion, some of the L's are the best lessons that we take in real estate. We're fortunate enough that we kind of started this real estate journey I'd like to say together. Yeah, I mean, and we still technically we all, yeah, Yeah. we all had aspirations of getting into real estate when we were working our jobs. It was kind of like when, right? It was like, what are we doing? How do we figure it out? And you guys were honestly the first couple that had the same aspirations as us at the same time. So y'all saw us all the way from the inception back to you know. Toastmasters and figuring it out and hey, we think we want to get into this. We think we want to try this stuff and we're going to work every day, hoping that we can eventually at some point get into it. So what made you guys choose real estate as something you want to get into? Well, it started originally when so I was a teacher for 10 years and Brian worked in medical sales and he had a couple of rental properties when I first met him. He had just purchased his first one. I I think he closed probably a week or a month before. And I saw him 
renovating and just kind of getting ready to put a tenant in the house. And so that's when I started learning about rentals and understanding that part of the industry. I would go to a lot of the meetings with him just to learn different things at different organizations. And finally, we acquired a few more rentals from there, but we realized, you know, we're not going to keep working this nine to five. Eventually we ended up well, I think it was after we quit the job, yeah. we sold all the rentals. Yeah. At one point I was like, I just want, I had good tenants too. And I was like, I just want to sell everything because I think I want to move to California. <laughs> and we didn't Did like you really want to move to California? <laughs> we went to San Diego and I was like, yeah, we are we the did. wrong spot. <laughs> Turns out we're, we're in the right spot. Which is the better market. Thank God. And we didn't, didn't like um, being landlords. That was the main thing for uh, us. We didn't like being landlords and that responsibility. Well, yeah, it was always a tie. Like someone always had a connection to you and I was trying I was so used to having so many phone calls per day. I was like, I got to stop answering my phone. Like it's it driving me nuts. And uh, tenants would, they called me up just, I had one guy, hey, hey let's hang out. You should never. You know? <laughs> no, you never. I had no, to learn that lesson. Yeah. Like we were sending birthday cards. And, I was like, Kevin, uh, stop hanging out. Yeah, she was like, <laughs> this is not going to be good for like when people are late on their rent or when you need yeah, to evict Yeah, if there's too many feelings, you have to like not have feelings in business mix, especially with your real estate. And honestly, I don't even like to rent to family or friends because I'm yeah. like, it's just the business. Definitely. And so you might fall on hard times and that's super unfortunate but also somebody got to pay this mortgage you know right. and this right. is a business at the end of the day yeah so, so it makes it less awkward exactly for sure and then from there i got my real estate license mm -hmm. i left my job um and became a realtor full-time and it was great i did well with it i did it for about three years strong and he on the side, I'll have to let you tell what you were doing while I was realtoring. <laughs> you were, you did that one flip and then, oh, yeah, and yeah, then yeah. you were trying to wholesale. Yeah. So I don't know who's going to see this, so I'll just keep it. You know, I, I did one flip, figured out like I was, you know, when I did a flip, I, I was involved in the work. Like I was out there painting. And you were dedicated. Like, this is, this is dumb. And um, uh, I did that one. I realized I'm not good at that. I'm not good at managing crews. You're great at managing crews, both you guys. So I was terrible at it. Nobody listened to me. <laughs> so I was, and then uh, um, I was, I still had majority of my money at that time, like in the market, <laughs> stock market. And then I, we took a gigantic loss. Uh, my dad was, a, um, in the, uh, he was a financial planner. And so he was like, put, you know, I needed cash flow because like we both quit our job. And uh, he's like, do this, do that. And then I took a, we took a big substantial loss uh, within three months. Oh, damn. And uh, Chelsea didn't know this because she was upstairs. <laughs> I'm downstairs. But like, she'd be like, is everything OK? I'm like, yeah, everything's good. And then I'm like, we just lost a lot of them. Yeah. So we had to wait for it to recover. And then I we exited out to completely. And uh, that's when we started going to more networking events and met someone who's like, well, look, if the market is inconsistent and it's erratic and start lending. And I was like, well, what is lending? And he's like, that's when, you know, we went down that road and it's been a game changer. But it also allowed me to have enough freedom to where I could start exploring and learning, you know, the building process, mm -hmm. which I love watching and, you know, following people that know how to build correctly. And um, and then uh, apartments is a great avenue too, for cash flow, for appreciation, especially with inflation. You know, everything rises to the top. Yep. yep. Apartments. But yeah. So you said, and I'm going to just pull this little nugget out. You said you started going to networking events and to events. So tell me. If somebody was brand new to real estate, what's the first thing you would tell them to do um, in the industry? Because the one thing I know we hear all the time is like, if you don't have money, you should 
you should wholesale and raise your hand if you tried to wholesale before. I had a sticker on my car. Boom. He did. Yeah. And I was like, why? <laughs> it is not like it. I don't know. Tell us about your wholesale experience for all of the people. Yeah. If there's any good stuff, you know, sprinkle yeah. that in there too. Cause there are people who are killing it as wholesalers. So in no shape, form or fashion, are we saying that wholesale is not a good right. deal, but like, what's the experience like for a new wholesaler? And then also how has networking or putting yourself in the same room with people do real estate helped you guys yeah so um wholesaling if you are very good with technology and like leads like internet stuff i would say i went the mailer route and i got slaughtered i spent probably 15 grand got one phone call and then it was in spanish but obviously i don't speak spanish so i had to let that one fly might. <laughs> but i uh you know, I, you know but there are people that are really good at successful and there's people that have more money uh in that arena um where they just outspent me for that customer mm -hmm. And uh, I just couldn't compete with it. So, um, but yeah, I'm not a good wholesaler. I'll say this though: you had the best logo around. <laughs> Everybody bro, bounced me for that. Bro, that logo was the best. Kevin logo. like Kevin. Like the guy Kevin liked the logo. Guy, I have to say, man, you you made it look good. He always liked the logo. No calls. But you made it look just clowns me on that guy. Listen, we lost probably. I think it was like two grand in mailers. And I said, never again. Yeah. Okay. And was that like, was a lot of money at the time. Like two grand. I was, I was like, like, oh, no. wait a minute. Oh, hold on. What? Hemorrhaging. This, <laughs> yeah. No. So your network um, and how you came to where you were, because obviously when we first started in real estate, we did the basic stuff. We're like, oh, we want to flip. Oh man, we got a wholesale. How did your, you know, trajectory change based on the information that you received from the people around you? I think it was, um, we needed cash flow bad. That was killing us um, because we, you know, you still have expenses at the end of every single month. Mm -hmm. And uh, that was the first thing that could pay immediately. And, um, and it was also secured by something with the stock market. It was, you know, if you're lucky to get a quarterly distribution or dividend, um, and then it, you know, it goes back into your stock account. Mm. And you got to withdraw it and then pay taxes and all, all those things. So um, that's why we kind of went towards lending initially. But for somebody that's just starting out, yeah, going to events, meeting people and consistently, you got to have, I mean, honestly, you got to have some type of cash saved up in reserve. I mean, if it's a good deal, you'll get 100% financing. There's people that will do it. Mm -hmm. But for the most part, you're going to have to have something, in my opinion, you know, I would say 50 is a really good start. Um, but I don't know, maybe, maybe people can start with less. I don't know. But yeah. Know. What's your favorite thing about working in real estate, Chills? The freedom, Amy. the freedom, just being able to, you know, in the middle of the day, come here with you guys oh, yeah. today, um, just being able to dictate my own schedule. That's probably has been the best thing about freedom. Um, I mean, I'm sorry about being in real estate that I can say for sure. You know, the interesting thing is, and, and we talk a lot about our journey and kind of uh, Aisha calls it pivot instead of panic. Right. So you guys have had a very similar trajectory from quitting your jobs at the same time to all the bumps in the road of like, hey, we lost money here. This doesn't necessarily work. We got to try something different here. You know, you were full time realtor and then you're like, all right, this is a lot of work and maybe I want to do something different. So even though you guys might be in a different arena than we were, because, you know, we were flipping and whatever. And then we went to straight building because it's like, oh, this doesn't make money or whatever. 
everybody has that journey, right? Like it's all a rocky road until it starts to get a little bit smoother. So now that the road is a little bit smoother, you're trying different things, You're but you're always learning and adjusting. What has been your kind of underlying philosophy the whole way, right? Like if you say, okay, we just got to make this real estate thing work. What have been the kind of, if, if this then win, right? Like if we can make whatever our monthly goals are, then this strategy works. So we like this ease of use. We like this freedom. We like this, whatever. Um, kind of what has been your litmus test for strategies that work for you and strategies that don't? I'd say one thing about Brian and I is our mindset is so strong that to be honest with you, when we both left those jobs, losing and drowning, that wasn't an option. Mm. That wasn't an option at all. That's so true. what am I going to do to win this? What, what do I need to do? And if this isn't working, okay, I haven't lost yet, but I'm going to find another way to get even higher and figure out what I need to do that I'm going to be happy. But for both of us, that's just not an option. In my opinion, that's kind of how we literally talk to each other. Yeah. I think you and I talked about how new construction has been like the most guaranteed form of profit yep. where, because we've done flips and you're subject to the appraisal, right? It can come in low and, and kill everything you thought you were going to get out of the property. Yeah. But um, I, I like the new construction aspect too, because, um, you know, like with our house, when we first built the house, we kind of knew what our in capital gain would be uh, if we lived in it for two years. We can take this tax free. What a great, you know, loophole in mm -hmm. the system. And then, um, you know, like with the, some of the properties where you're building new construction now, and I was like, oh, that's, that's, that's where it's at, I think, because. Aside from being bound by the city and how fast their permitting process mm -hmm. goes, but outside of that, you have complete control over everything. You're not like with a flip, you don't know what's the behind the walls, yep. what's, on the, what's the foundation, how like? long it's going to take, how yeah. long, yeah, yeah, yeah. what kind of surprises yeah. lie behind the next step in this project. The 212 tires that are going to be, you know, inside. <laughs> That's right. yeah. so Kevin and I, I I'm going to speak for the both of us. We really enjoy working together. What about you guys? Do you enjoy working with your spouse? And do you hear from other people like, oh, man, I can't believe y'all work. Together. How do you work that together? So awful. Yeah. I'm like, this is great, y'all. Yeah, I, I like know. working. Yeah. I like working together. Yeah, we do. <laughs> so we're we're not on top of each other. So that's great. And um, I mean, it's it's great because I know what's going on in the business at all times and vice versa. You know, he knows what's going on over on my side of the business that I run. So we always know what's going on. And yeah, yeah it, it's good. I like it. What do you what do you think? I don't have any problems with it. <laughs> you better not. No, I mean, yeah. It's, I don't know. We spend so much time with each other, like uh, Kevin and I, and I feel like y'all do too. But one of the things that I admire about y'all's relationship, and let me know if I'm seeing this right from the outside looking in, like your time and your thing is like your thing. So mm -hmm. I'm like, hey, Chills, you want to go to happy hour? And Chills like, oh, no, Becca's not not there. And Brian has soccer. And every, I know I know now that that's like a no go. Like this is Brian's space and he's always doing this at this time in this space. And it's a respected space. You know what I mean? So there's no like fighting about it. It's just yeah. I mean, maybe now, well, but it is. You <laughs> Chelsea, the one thing about so if there's something she wants to do, and I'm the same way because I'll just do it. And I know that maybe that's not a good, <laughs> but she's like, I say, real. You know, she'll just like, I'm going to go, I'm going to go. I'm like, uh, and I'm not that I ever have any problem with it, but she's just like, I am in my own individual. I'm going to do what I want to do when I want to do it. And that's it. I'll hire somebody to come watch him if I need to. And, yeah. and I'm the same way, like with, uh, 
you know, what, if I have an idea in my head and she's like, oh, that's dumb. I was like, I don't care. <laughs> I'm gonna go do it. I'll <laughs> tell know. you the thing about the two of them is, and you told me this, y'all are both only children. So y'all very much have like the, I need my I space. Gonna, I was going to say that. Yeah. yeah. And also you respect each other's space because you grew up having your own mm-hmm. like thing. Right. So y'all come together and y'all have that when somebody takes a stand, like I'm going to do what I want to do. I guess you can kind of respect it because. So you want a sister wife? Because my wife belongs in your house. <laughs> she want to do what she want to do. That's right? not true. Uh, yes, you do. Y'all, You're very much like an only child. I bend all the time for Kevin. I do all kind of stuff I don't want to do because <laughs> right. Kevin wants you to do it. You make that sound crazy. What like, <laughs> kind um, of stuff are no, you No, not like, I, I'm always considerate of how you'll feel about it. See, these guys be like, I don't care how she feel. I'm doing what I'm doing. <laughs> and I'll be like, mm, so really be not happy. Kevin really won't be happy with this. I probably See, shouldn't I was do raised it. taking care of siblings and stuff. So for me, I'm always thinking about like what I have to do for everybody else. And I spend the majority of my time thinking that way. Right. So I'm going through my like, I got to do this for this. I got to do this for this. I got to do. And I'm at the very, very bottom when I carve out my little time. So Aww, I have to learn. That's so to, nice. I mean, but it's it's not it's not, it's not it's beneficial not nice. because you just end up ate up and then and then also you have the it's expectations. Resentment. So here's the here's the marital bliss of it all. And that is really the opposite of what I'm trying to say. Then he has the expectation that I do that. Right. Like I put myself at the bottom and then I take care of like all the stuff, put everybody else above me and we. We don't vibe. No, because I'm I'm always telling her, I'm like, if you're taking care of me, if your time is dedicated to take care of me, my time is dedicated to take care of you. We're both taken care of. Yeah. Right. That don't work. He's crazy. We <laughs> each have to take care of ourselves and then come together for what we take care Here's of. Here's one of the things if I can say, like, I am great at is seeing where people are going to be in like years ahead. Right. And so I tell Chelsea this a lot. I said, Kevin and Isha are, are special because we met him in Toastmasters. And then how you guys have been able to leapfrog so quickly. I was like, you guys, I mean, are going to be very influential in this marketplace. And Absolutely. We're friends with you guys. I'm like, I just want to be along for the ride. Like, hey, I knew him. I, I knew, knew the T-shirts that said "Flipping Texas." Yeah. Whenever yeah. he's like the mayor, you know, like, oh, not no, the mayor. No, we ain't gonna be the mayor. <laughs> we can be much more effective. You know what I'm mean? like, you know, I'm like, you know, no, and I, re- I really appreciate I'll, that. I'll okay, that. hey, I'll that, now yeah. that part. <laughs> Talk about take a book. Take us on a ride on the helicopter, <laughs> please. Like, look, all yes. that. No, y'all have been, y'all have really been instrumental in our success and what we do. And people see what Kevin and I do on social media. We just had the news segment today. Like we get all of this like rah-rah, um, but it is people. There's so many people behind yeah. us that like push this ship along, yeah. right? And we wouldn't be where we are today without the two of these people. So look at these faces (laughs) and know if you like what the Shelton's are doing, like these guys were a piece of the power that propelled us to where we are today. So none of this real estate stuff is done by yourself, right? Even if you, it's a team sport, we just happen to be standing at the front of this team for this particular project, but y'all are powerhouses in your own right. Anybody that knows you sings your praises and, you know, look them up on social media. Well, one of the things I want to say is the the best part about coming up from nothing with another couple is, right, you guys knew us before we had ever done a deal. You know what I mean? Before we knew what a deal looked like. So it takes a lot of faith to go forward in something that's un, unseen. You know what I mean? Like, hey, we're going to try. We're going to buy this property in Beaumont. We're going to yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. And then 
it's really down to relationship. You know what I mean? Like that's the only difference maker because a lot of people could sit in the room and go, I have an idea for, you know, whatever, but can't execute it. So you need everybody to not only believe in you, but get on board to execute. Right. So, you know, whether it's when you're doing a wholesale deal, you're like, hey, Kevin, how to make this fly make this offer? And I'm like, yeah, let's make it happen. <laughs> right, right. Or, you know, it's like we're like, hey, look, we're trying to do this deal. It's like, all right, well, how can I help? It is a team sport and it takes everybody because a lot of times. Sometimes you need somebody else's eyes on a deal, somebody else's opinion on something, something to save you from either making a mistake mm -hmm. or know when you have an opportunity that you can't necessarily recognize. Right. So truly your network is your net worth, because at the end of the day. By yourself, you're you're limited. You're very, very limited in what you can do. Like if you didn't have people into if you didn't have, you know, bankers and stuff that helped make the deals happen, you're your ability to do what you do is very capped. And it's the yeah. same thing with us. Like it's like building a house with no two by fours. It's, yeah. it's not possible. You know what I mean? So, I mean, this has been a hell of a journey. Just a deal like where Kevin, you, uh, um, I was looking at different banks and you're like, Hey, contact this guy, Kyle. over at Independent Bank. Yep. Mm -hmm. And so you're like, I've got this project. And Kyle was like, well, I know Kevin, Kevin's solid. We'll set up a credit line with you. And I was like, well, great, Kyle, we'll use this credit line to basically go build this property yeah and so like that just little quick little deal there mm -hmm. was was awesome you ended up you know, selling the thing it was, you know, uh, oh man like inventing anna yeah. oh. Uh -oh. <laughs> oh, don't be basic so you can tell we're all on netflix yeah. right Sorry. now this is whiskey so <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna date this damn podcast oh, like, I, just go back to inventing uh, inventing anna and you can see how bicycle right it Oh. No. Um, so these guys are what I like to call, call a quiet storm. Um, but what is the pinnacle of success for you as a couple? Like what's the what's like what is success the big like? picture for you? Y'all have done some amazing things. You still do like super cool things. And only the people that are closest to you know about it. And um, but what does that look like? Like if somebody would die to be in your shoes right now and for y'all, it's just like this is cool. But. Jesse, what do you think? I would what say do you think your success. I oh, I would say <laughs> us because we are we are yeah. one. Yeah. I would Something say like <laughs> my conversations <laughs> with Brian all the time. It, it would be, what are we going to do to in increase our cash flow this month? What are we going to do to increase the cash flow? That's always what we're trying to do. That's with, your success. That's what you always are trying to like. What are we going to increase? So our what's cash your number flow? though? Where do you uh, want to get to? Nobody's got a number. Do you have a number? Let's give me. We everybody I mean, got a number. It's like lifestyle. It's like it's in my my. I don't have a number. I have a lifestyle. So I don't care what the number is. If my life sucks, that's <laughs> <laughs> the number. That's, that's true. true. That's yeah. A good point. Well, so get this: when my dad was working with uh, as a financial planner, he said people would come in there, right? High net worth individuals, five million to ten million, but they had zero cash flow, and they're worried about every single day they're spending yeah. money that they. I'm like, how? I was like, and I'm in the back of my head. I'm like, you got five million, ten million, fifteen million dollars. How are you worried about ever being like? It's because they don't have any cash flow, and their yeah. financial planners are like, you know, reinvest it, put it back in the market, and that's if it goes up. If it goes down like it is now, right? you lose all your right. value. Oh damn! So you know, you may have a ton of money sitting in the bank, but if you don't necessarily know how to, to right. you're just a return eating on off it, on it, yeah, you're getting slowly going broke. Um, but um, you go to your point, like cash flow is very, very important in real estate. Thank God we're all in it. But, you know, our, we don't necessarily have a number. I just don't want to. Um, I like the, you know, the flexibility of time and being able to do things like just with my friends. And real estate has really provided the ability to do that and hang out. 
and be with people that I want to be with. Drink <laughs> on the job. <laughs> Drinking on the yeah, job right. is a perk. A great... <laughs> right. And I will right. say this. We have had this conversation um, actually recently. So we have our daughter and she is 16 months old. And we, I guess you could say, technically, we waited later in our relationship and our lives to have our baby. And the fact that we waited, we're so happy because at this point in our lives, when we did have her, we are able to spend so much time with her and we're going to be able to watch her go to her school plays and we're going to be able to be at home to build whatever projects we need to and if we were still working where we were before, we probably wouldn't, we'd be so tired or we wouldn't have the time to do it. And so for us, that is, that's priceless, I'd say. Yeah. No, I'm with you. I'm with that's you on that one. It was like, you know, 6 a.m., 5 a.m., working on weekends, trade shows, things like that. And like, you just don't have a life. I mean, no. Most of the guys that I, I grew up around, they were second, third wife, fourth wife. You know? Really? Well, because mm-hmm. you're never home and you're at, yeah. you're at, in different cities. So yeah. just around people. Round You're just burning. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. No, it's funny. We went to Austin's graduation today mm-hmm. and it was at 1230 or 11 in the daytime. Right. So um, there was one kid's family that didn't show up, which I, I don't know the reason. I don't think why, that's why it, they didn't show up. Well, I'm just saying it, it was sad that <laughs> was their family sad. wouldn't be able to be there. Yeah. Um, but it, it did feel really good to be able to be that flex. And like. We had paid for the cap and gowns for the class. Aww. So they gave us like this really special appreciation. And then the the center director was like, when they didn't have the budget for cap and gowns, she's like, well, I know there's business owners, you, you know, children go here. And it felt so good to have the ability yeah. to like, oh, yeah, that, I mean, talking about nothing like that ain't right. But it made such an impact. You talk about 12 students in a kindergarten class like and I was like, oh, man, OK, this is impactful. This is the benefit of the flexibility and the freedom and the financial benefit. You know what I mean? It's like you do get to live the kind of life of your choosing, which at the end of the day, we all just wanted a little bit more than what we had when we started. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. when we were back at Toastmasters, then it's six o'clock and we didn't worked all day. And you're in scrubs and you just oh, yeah. finished students. And you're like, I'm, I'm done with these. And you're at a class. You're like, I'm done with this. And I'm like, I just got off a plane building some. We just wanted a little bit more. And now that we have more life, we get to spend more time together. We get we get to roll the dice how we choose to. Yeah. So if we want to go to lunch in the middle of the day, if we want to go on a vacation, whenever we want to go on a vacation, we have that ability. And that almost makes it all worth it. All the struggle, all the pivot, all the everything. So I guess for me, being able to spend the time with people like you guys, that's the life, right? Like how we get there. That can change on the day to day, right? Mm-hmm. Like we'll do a project here, we'll do a project there. But at the end of the day, it's really about controlling the time. Right. So as we close, if there was a married couple out there who was watching this podcast and they both have jobs and they want to get into real estate and they have dreams of grandeur and ambition, what would you say to that couple? Like, hey, you want to be in real estate? Like y'all. Get your job together. No, no, don't do that. We don't Don't do that. that. Y'all think they've heard us say that enough. (laughs) Don't do that. I would say the one thing that we have talked about um, through this entire episode is networking and consistency. And yes, consistently go to networking events because number one, you're going to see the same faces and you're going to get familiar with people and you're going to develop relationships Two, You're going to learn what 
everyone does. And so you're going to learn there's different, there's different elements to real estate and you didn't even know about, and you're going to learn different areas and you're going to say, Oh, I want to go into this area or I want to go into this area. And so just the consistency with the networking. One thing that I've told people in the past is go to like Eventbrite, type in real estate and tons of things will pop up and you can find a place to go and just be consistent with it and start there. Yeah. I think it's important if you're going to, the couple's going to go into real estate, one person free, one person first, somebody else keep the job for financing because you're going to need a W-2 at least. Right. You're going to have to do that. <laughs> See, we, we talk about this all the time. We call it the stabilizer and the igniter, right? Because we quit our jobs at the same time and it's trash. It's yeah. absolutely well, Yeah. So we, uh, it's funny, we contacted her. We were trying to buy a house for her, like a rental house, right? Good credit, cash in the bank. And she still couldn't get a loan. Yeah. yeah. Crazy. Yeah. yeah. So. I was like, and that's the Somebody's got to be on paper paying the mortgage. Right. <laughs> Until it makes sense for the other person to jump ship. But you got to like plan, right? Like, okay, who's going to who's going to go first? Right. Mm -hmm. And who's going to hold it down? And it really has to be a real agreement because you don't want anybody resenting the other person because you get to be out lunching and brunching. Right. And <laughs> I'm at work from nine to five right. and I'm tired and you like hanging out with your friends in real estate. Right. Like it's spending all the money. It is working. <laughs> um, but, you know, I think staying on the same page matters. So that's great advice. I feel like we could talk to the birds all day and we do. Mm -hmm. yeah. we, do. <laughs> we spend time with them and so we're lucky enough to spend time with the birds <laughs> unfortunately you guys aren't but you should oh damn i'm just kidding <laughs> so you guys can right. hang out with us too so bisexual. well so you guys got to come to the marriage real estate conference so. oh yeah so yeah. we're doing the marriage real estate conference later on this year hey we're there already there we go there we go right. so uh like subscribe share. smash that like button share <laughs> i'm trying to i've I'm trying to get Don't be basic. <laughs> don't be basic and don't subscribe be... to the podcast. All right. Hashtag Anna Delby. Thank you, Birds. Shout out, Anna. <laughs> Maybe she'll get up pick up the podcast. Thank you guys. So, thank you guys so much for joining us today. Um, we look forward to you joining us again because we do do repeat guests and we probably have some like real questions for y'all. But this time we got to chop it up with our friends yeah. and right. you guys got to join in. And on we're it. gonna grow up. We're gonna have like guest gifts and stuff at some point we're gonna get our, oh. our podcast life together we spend all our time actually doing real estate so you know it's hard <laughs> to make that transition <laughs> no worries right. this has been the marriage and real estate podcast thank you guys for joining us again kevin's yeah. out thank you bye